In this episode, I'm helping you face less three bets. Welcome to Smart Poker Study. I'm your host, Sky Matsuhashi. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending some study time with me. So if it's your first time here, yokoso! And if you're back for more, welcome back, Jack. Now, if you enjoy this episode and if you find something that you can take to the felt, please share it with a friend. All you got to do is send them to the show notes page at smartpokerstudy.com slash pod274. So today I'm going to help you face less three bets. And yes, that's not a typo. You didn't mishear me. There really are things that you can do to avoid three bets. I'm totally serious. Now, most of us lose money when facing a three bet. So if you can avoid it, you're going to add more money to your bottom line. Let's get to it. Gambate. Hell yeah. Let's do this. Now, it's not that often that I get to start the podcast with a challenge, but this fits in perfectly. I challenge you. (laughs) I want you to see if you have a leak when it comes to facing three bets after open raising. Now, I'm going to give you three different filters, so just follow along in Poker Tracker 4 and record your win rate along with the number of hands after running each of the filters. And speaking of hands, I recommend that you go through a sample of at least 10,000 hands. Um, and that just makes it so that it's the numbers get a little bit more accurate this way, right? So the first filter is raise first in. The second filter is raise first in and face a three bet. The third filter, raise first in and call the three bet. And the fourth filter, raise first in and four bet versus the three bet. If any of these three filters give you a win rate worse than negative 300 big blinds per 100 hands, then you have a leak to fix. Before you continue on in the podcast, I challenge you to see if you have this leak. So you might be asking me, Sky, why does a win rate worse than negative 300 big blinds per 100 hands, why does that signify a leak? Well, let me explain it. If you normally open raise to three big blinds and then you fold versus every single three bet, you would lose three big blinds every time this happens and your total win rate would be negative 300. So this is the win rate you compare all of your three bet facing win rates against. So let's say you ran those filters, right? And uh, one of them, the raise first in, then face a three bet. Let's say your win rate was negative 600 big blinds per 100 hands. Uh, this means that every time you face a three bet, you are losing six big blinds on average. If you had just folded versus every one of those three bets, even with the pocket aces, if you just folded all of them, you would have lost only three big blinds each time. So your choice to three bet defend costed you an additional three big blinds. So this is definitely a leak of yours, right? But if your win rate is negative 100 big blinds over 100 hands, then your three bet defending decisions, that costs you only one big blind every time you face a three bet. This is great news. You're doing better than if you had folded versus every single three bet. So if you are losing more money than you should when facing three bets, I'm going to help you plug this leak with this episode and actually the next one as well. So there are two ways to plug this leak. The first is to face less three bets. The second is to mount a solid three bet defense. Now, in the next episode, number 275 next week, I'm going to cover mounting a solid three-bet defense, so tune in for that. This week, I'm going to teach you how to face less three-bets. And I can hear some of you right now. You're saying, Sky, 
What the heck? I can't control whether or not my opponents three bet me. That's just crazy talk. And you're right. It is crazy talk. If you don't know enough, right? But here's the truth. You really can, while you can't control your opponent's actions, you can do things that make it less likely you're going to face a three bet after open raising. So what I want you to do right now, whether you believe me or not, pause the podcast and just noodle on some actions that you can take that will reduce the three bets that you face. I'm sure you can come up with at least one, so pause the podcast right now and do so. You're back! Alright, so how many ways did you come up with to avoid three bets? I came up with five. Ooh, now I'm sure some of you are thinking, I only came up with one or two! But some others of you might have come up with six or seven ways, right? If you came up with more ways than I did, and I don't mention them here, please send me an email and let me know what they are, and I'll share them with the audience, and I'll give you credit in the next episode. Because my mind only works so much, right? You might see things a little bit differently. You might have some different ideas than me. So I would love to learn from you as well. Now, I'm listing the five methods here, and they're actually in order of simplicity, So number one is the quickest and easiest to accomplish. And actually, after I made this list in order of simplicity, I I gave it a second look, you know, and I realized that this is also in order of profitability and effectiveness. This is one of those crazy things where the simplest change is the most effective as well. So if there's only one thing you do on this list, please make sure it's number one, right? So let's get to it. The first method for avoiding three bets is to table select. Table selection is the idea that you purposely choose the table that you play on, and you do this in order to have the best chances of leaving the table with profits. When it comes to table selection, the two things you're looking for are the types of players at the table and their position against you. Most of your three bets are going to come from loose, aggressive, and maniac players, right? Well, You don't necessarily want them at the table. The more of those that you have, the more difficult your session's going to be. Loose aggressive players and maniacs, they love to open raise, so they're going to take away your chance to open raise quite often. And they also love to three bet. So the more of these players at your table, the more likely it is that you're going to face a three bet after open raising. Playing at a table with just one or two loose aggressives at most, that's going to reduce the three bets that you face drastically. And make sure you keep any three betters to your right so that you have position against them and they're going to be less likely to three bet you because quite often they're going to be folding before it's your turn to act. Or you could be the one three betting against them. Now a dream table would be all loose passive fish and just you, one fisherman at the table. Now a nightmare table on the other hand would be all loose aggressives and maniacs along with little old you. You want to choose tables that are closer to the fishy extreme. So the second method for avoiding 3-bets is to use a bigger open raise sizing. Players don't like 3-betting versus larger sizes, regardless of whether the 3-bet is for value or if it's a bluff. Bluffing versus larger bets, like if you open raise to 3 or 4 big blinds, when they bluff 3-bet, that puts more chips at risk, right? Because they're, of course, trying to hit your pain threshold. If you made it four big blinds and they make it seven as a bluff, it's kind of a pointless bluff, right? You're never folding um, after you raise to four big blinds right there for just an additional three. If they want to do it, um, I guess, effectively, they've got to make it at least nine, probably 12 big blinds versus a four big blind uh, open raise. 
Now, if they're value three betting with hands like pocket tens, jacks, or ace queen, those are easier to do versus two or two and a half big blind open raise bets. So when you make it larger, like I said, three to four big blinds, they're going to be less sure of the strength of their hand, and they're often just going to call with these hands instead. So to discourage three bets, make it between three and four big blinds when you're open raising in every position. I know there are tons of coaches who recommend smaller open raises like two to two and a half big blinds, but that's going to encourage more three bets and potentially more calls as well, which means less bread and butter spots. All right, the third method for avoiding three bets is to look ahead for three betters. So this is just a general idea in poker, right? Before you make any action on any street, you must look ahead and think about how the remaining players are going to react to your play. So when it comes to open raising, before you do it, look ahead at the players to your left, the ones that are still to act, the ones in position, the ones in the blinds, and look at their three bet statistic. Anybody who's capable of bluff three betting in their current position should be viewed as a potential three better. Now, how do you know they're capable of three bet bluffing? Well, the first way is simple. You've seen them three bet bluff in that position in the past, and you either remember it or you took note of it. The second way is to look at their 3-bet statistic by position. Anything over 7% is a sign that they use that position to 3-bet bluff, but also take the time to look at the number of opportunities as well. 10% when it's only 1 out of 10 opportunities, that's not so reliable. You don't really know that they're a bluffer. But if it's 10%, or 10 out of 100, or 20 out of 200, or 100 out of 1,000, wow, that is so much more indicative of a 3-bet bluffer right there. If you suspect a 3-bet's coming your way and you don't want to face it, you can do one of two things. You can do what I said in that prior method, just increase your bet size to avoid the 3-bet, or simply don't open raise and just fold your hand instead. Now, there's nothing wrong with folding a hand that is often worth open raising. Maybe it's just you and the blinds, it's worth open raising against them, but it's not not worth open raising when you're going to face a 3-bet. Take a hand like Queen-10 suited, for example. I open-raise this hand all day long against players in the blinds. But if I'm up against players who love to 3-bet me, I'm not open-raising Queen-10 suited because it's just never good enough to call, and it's not a solid 4-bet bluffing hand either. After the break, I'll hit you with two more methods for avoiding 3-bets. Today's episode is brought to you by ThePokerForge.com. It's my one-of-a-kind poker training membership site. Each month is its own workshop where you learn important strategies and I give you action steps to put them to use on the felt. This month, I'm helping Poker Forge members plug the two most common and costly poker leaks of calling out of the blinds and calling post-flop C-bets. If you are serious about taking action to improve your skills, thepokerforge.com is for you. It's a no-brainer. Visit thepokerforge.com to join today. And two shout-outs today, the Smart HUD 4 Poker Tracker 4 was purchased by Jeff. He has Poker Tracker 4, but he was missing the best HUD in the business. So he checked out the Smart HUD by going to smartpokerstudy.com slash smart HUD, saw all the benefits of using it, um, all the stats in the HUD, and he also saw all the different pop-ups that are included within it. And uh, he decided this is the HUD for him. So thank you very much, Jeff, for purchasing that. 
And the second shout out goes to V. Big V purchased the Poker Mathematics webinar. This was a webinar that I did a little while ago with Mark Warner of ExceptionalPoker.com. And in this webinar, we taught you everything that you need to know about math, both pre-flop and post-flop. And just the overall idea of uh, EV or expected value within poker as well. So thank you very much V for purchasing that. If you'd like to get it for yourself, go to the show notes page for today to find a link. Alrighty, let's get back to the final two methods for avoiding three bets. So the fourth method is to open raise with tighter ranges. Now I'm going to run some math by you right now. And I know that uh, via audio, math doesn't always come across all that well. I'm throwing a ton of numbers at you. It might be kind of hard to follow. Um, but I recommend I have a screenshot in the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod274. Go there, check it out, follow along as you listen. So let's say over the next 10,000 hands, you're going to face a three bet 10% of the time after every single open race. Of course, there are tons of factors in this, but just for the sake of this example, you know that 10% of the time you're going to face a 3-bet. So if you open raise 25% of the time across all positions, you are open raising 2,500 hands. If you face a 3-bet 10% of the time, you're going to face 250 3-bets. If your win rate right now is negative 600 big blinds per 100 hands, over 250 3-bets, you are going to be down 1,500 big blinds or 15 buy-ins. Now, that's going to be really hard to overcome with profitable play in other areas. So this fourth method was, of course, open raising with tighter ranges. Let's say instead of 25% of the time, you open raise at 15% of the time uh, over the next 10,000 hands. This means you'll open raise 1,500 hands and you'll face a three bet 150 times. Remember, you're facing three bets 10% of the time. If your win rate is still negative 600 big blinds per 100 hands, over 153 bets, you're going to lose only 900 big blinds, which is just nine buy-ins over 10,000 hands. Sure, you're still losing a lot of money, but it's much better than uh, when you open raised a lot more frequently. Now, all of the numbers I just uh, mentioned... Those are assuming that you're playing exactly the same and that you're going to have the exact same results versus three bets that you've been having this whole time. But if you actually decrease your open raising ranges to something smaller than it is now, like going from 25% to 15%, this is going to naturally decrease your losses when facing three bets as well. This is because with smaller and stronger open raising ranges, when you choose to defend against a three bet by calling or betting, you're going to be doing it a little bit more often, but you're also going to have stronger hands when you defend. This is going to mathematically increase your preflop equity when you face three bets, which will also lead to less losses and more profits. All right, the fifth and final method for avoiding three bets is to become known as a three bet defender. Now, this is absolutely not the way I recommend to avoid three bets, but it is an option for you. And Honestly, I guess option's not the right word. It's 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 more of a natural result of being the kind of player that does not fold to three bets and also the kind of player that four bets a lot. You heard me say, if they ain't folding, you ain't bluffing. Now, I'm sure many of you follow this idea when it comes to three bet bluffing, especially from the blinds because you're out of position. Many of your opponents feel the same way. 
They look for players who open raise and then fold a lot, just like you look for those players to exploit as well with your bluffs. So if you purposely choose to be the kind of player, often like a loose aggressive maniac, and you choose to call all the time and also four bet a lot, your opponents are going to pick up on this and they will not three bet bluff you uh, nearly as often as before. But instead, when they do three bet, uh, it'll be for value with some of the strongest hands. So this style of play can backfire on you. What also happens when you become known as a frequent 3-bet defender is that uh, you're going to be called a lot more often because people don't want to 3-bet anymore, but they still want to play their hands, right? So you're going to be seeing the flop out of position much more often because players are going to call you when, they have, uh, w- when they're in the cutoff or the button. You're also going to see more multi-way pots because the first caller who doesn't want to 3-bet, they're also going to entice other callers to enter the pot against you as well. I guess you could also become known as a 3-bet defender if you play ultra-tight ranges so you always have something worthy of defending against the 3-bet, but I don't recommend that style either because the ultra-tight players are a bit too easy to read, and it's easy to steal from them when they don't show any aggression. I challenge you! (laughs) If 3-bet defense is a weakness for you, get to work on this for every session this week, maybe next week as well. Start with number one and choose more profitable tables that do not contain loose aggressive nor maniac players, especially ones with those players on your left. Beyond this, use the second method of a larger bet sizing to limit the three bets that you face. And of course, if you see a potential three better still to act, consider whether or not your hand is worthy of open raising, and if you expect a three bet, just fold instead. And if you're still having issues with facing 3-bets, move on to method number 4 of open raising with tighter ranges. Now I challenge you to take action and do something positive for your poker game. Alrighty, your learning is not complete until you visit smartpokerstudy.com slash pod274 for a transcript of today's episode and links to everything I discussed. If you are down with taking action to improve your skills and your poker bankroll, you must become a member of thepokerforge.com. Every month in the Forge is dedicated to one theme in an effort to turn you into a poker master. This month, I'm helping members plug their most costly poker leaks. So check it out, thepokerforge.com. My other podcast called Daily Poker Tips is available wherever you listen to podcasts. All you got to do is search and subscribe. You'll get a 30-second tip every day. If you can type or say the word smart poker study, you can find me on Alexa, YouTube, and Twitter. And lastly, in next week's episode, I'll teach you how to mount a solid 3-bet defense. Until next time, take action on and off the felt to become the player you want to be.